0: Greetings. This is Carl. How do I decide? (laughs) How do I decide what the right amount of money is to spend? How do I decide even more specifically, what's the right amount of money to spend on this specific thing? How do I decide if I buy the more expensive one or the cheaper one? How do I decide how much money I should save? It's such an interesting—all these questions are so fascinating to me because no one knows. I heard someone say the other um, day—I was listening to a podcast and somebody made kind of a a, a very judgy statement about people who drive $50,000 trucks, and they said, you know, all these people with their $50,000 trucks that they can't afford— I thought that was a very interesting comment, aside from the judgment and the, the, like the reality that how do you know they can't afford them, um, which is a huge part of the entire way we think about money is that for some reason, we all get to look at other people and make judgments about what they can or can't afford. But beyond that, beyond that, I was, I was, it, it made me think, not just how do you know they can't afford it, like not just that what i was thinking about was what does that even mean what does can't afford it mean and who gets to determine like does that mean your credit card's maxed out so you can't afford it because you literally can't put it on the credit card does that mean you can't pay cash for it i can't afford that house does that mean the bank won't lend me enough money or does it mean I can't afford to put 50% down? Like, what does it mean? And and again, I'm not, <laughs> I'm just super curious about how we decide where to spend our money and what we can afford. And I don't really have an answer. You know, it feels like there's a, a place at which you can say, well, that that feels kind of that feels kind of irresponsible to me. But I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know where that line is. Because a lot of the things that I do with money, other people would clearly judge as reckless. I happen to have a truck, and it happens to be, you know, whatever. I happen to have a truck, and I happen to spend a lot of money on getting it ready to to go camping and traveled deep into wilderness areas in southern Utah, the mountains, and and other places. And not for a minute have I wondered whether that was responsible or not because it's been so valuable to us. But maybe it is. Maybe it's reckless. And in fact, I've recorded another episode on this, like reckless financial planning. You know, the way that many of our wisdom traditions you know, have taught about how we should love our lives, we would label reckless today. You know, take no thought for tomorrow. That's reckless. Right? So how do I know? I think the only way to know is to try little experiments, right? Like you do something and you notice how it feels. And then you also notice it's that, that actions interaction with the rest of the system that you call your life, and particularly maybe the rest of the system that you call your financial life. What impact did that have? How did we do this? How does the impact of the decisions I made three or four years ago show up today? You know, these seem like long-term course corrections, but people and their money are a complex adaptive system. And in complex adaptive systems, there are no simple rules. So rules of thumb are almost worthless in complex adaptive systems. And humans and their money are a complex adaptive system. So the only way to solve, to navigate a complex adaptive system, what the literature says, is to solve for the next local optimum and then reset and make a new decision. And all that means is take a step, right? Try a thing. Do this. See how it shows up. Sometimes the results of those decisions are not going to show up for years. Sometimes they'll show up immediately. And so we just have to constantly be navigating this complex adaptive system that is called life. I I wish I knew this 20 years ago. Because I can't tell you how many times my wife and I have said, and I, I still say it but now I at least know that it's silly, oh, as soon as X happens, things will be settled. Of course, we've said as soon as X happens, we'll be happy, but that that feels more obvious to me, but as soon as X happens, things will be settled, you know, and then another, then a child blows an ACL in a knee, and then a car breaks down, and then, you know, something else gets, you know, the roof needs replaced. So complex adaptive systems are never settled. The uncertainty never goes away. And all we have to do, we just have to sort of settle into that reality and notice the impact of our decisions. That's how we decide. That's how we decide. It's super frustrating, isn't it? Like it's super um, unsatisfactory. Because what we want is a list. Do these things. Turns out the only way to know is for you to figure it out yourself by note, by taking action, noticing what occurs, what happens, paying attention over longer periods of time to the impact of decisions that you made years ago and yesterday. Solve for the next local optimum and reset. Greetings, it's Carl again. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you enjoyed that, you would love being a subscriber. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up and I'll see you there.